episode of Oh Shoot. Welcome back. Hi. Hello. Happy Monday. Um, I'm so glad that you guys are here. Thank you for coming back, listening to another episode. I've been getting lots of fun, just positive feedback on my podcast on social media lately. So to all the people that have shouted me out or like shared an episode to your stories, I just wanted to say thank you. Like, I see all of that and I just really appreciate it. I love to hear that you guys are enjoying the podcast. My goal with the podcast has always been obviously like to make a photography podcast, but I just want to make something that's different and like relatable. I just want you to know that like you're not alone in the things that you're experiencing and we're here to learn and grow together. So yeah, thank you guys for listening and for being here. Today's podcast, we are talking about investments. I wanted to talk about this because I literally always get the same questions, which are like, when should I invest in this? When's a good time to do this? And I just wanted to talk about that because it is kind of like, it's something that a lot of people don't talk about, but it's a big move for your business to make an investment. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I want you guys to feel equipped with the right knowledge to either make an investment or not make an investment. And I want to talk about why business investments are important, all of that stuff. We're going to get into the nitty gritty and I'm going to be very transparent with you guys about what I've invested in and all of that stuff. We're going to get some tea today and you know, we love the tea. (laughs) So it's been like only a couple days since I recorded my last podcast. So I don't have like a ton of life updates for you guys, but I do have a few things that I thought I would share real quick. Um, (laughs) I was going to say real quickly, but that doesn't really make sense. I have a few things that I want to share with you guys real quick. So I was inspired by this podcast I listened to. Um, It's called What We Said with JC Marie and Chelsea Curtis. Anyway, it's kind of besides the point, but they were talking about this show called Jury Duty and I had seen it on TikTok a little bit. So I started watching it actually yesterday. Like I have this wedding gallery to edit. There's like 1600 photos. That's a whole different story. You know, I'll tell the story. Basically it's my sister's wedding gallery and I just couldn't pick one photo. Like I picked so many photos. So there's like over 1600 photos in this gallery. So I was like, okay, I'm going to spend basically all day editing this gallery. So I wanted to watch something and I put on jury duty. It's on prime video and genuinely it is the funniest show. It's kind of like the office, but like in real life, like I just, I can't even like explain it. It's basically just like this guy who thinks he's going to jury duty and like it's this docu-series that they're filming but he doesn't realize that everyone else is an actor and he's like the only real person so it's like all these crazy things are happening during his jury duty and he thinks it's real life so 
it's very interesting. If you need something to edit to, that is it right there. It's like, it's just short, sweet episodes. Like you don't have to be like 100% paying attention, but it's still really funny. Um, another thing, I am rocking the side part today. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see my hair is literally in a side part. I don't really know what inspired this. I w- I took a shower last night and like went to part my hair and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it on the side. Um, there's a few creators that I follow that do a side part. So like um, this girl, I think her name is Monet. I don't actually know her last name. It might be like McMichael or something like that. But I follow her and she always has a side part and it looks so good on her. So that's what I'm trying today. I know it's like very millennial to have a side part, but I kind of think that whole thing is like past us. And I think like the side part, it was like a thing that people scolded for a little bit, but now I think it's like, okay. So yeah, we're, we're seeing how I like it. The last, the last thing I am in my causing drama on social media era and I am unapologetically doing it. Um, it's not like drama per se, but I have, I know kind of like what gets people worked up on social media when it comes to like photography things. And if you just kind of like make a video that talks about a subject and like kind of leaves it open-ended for people to comment certain things, like I've just kind of been stirring the pot a little bit. Um, So for example, I made this like why I shoot mirrorless video and like people always comment on those videos and either argue with me or they're super for mirrorless and like ultimately either way you can take great photos with a mirrorless or DSLR camera like at the end of the day it doesn't really matter but like I just I know that if I post something like that like it's gonna cause drama it's gonna stir the pot a little bit um another thing I like posted this video where I was, I don't remember what I was talking about, something photography related, but I have like a lapel mic and instead of putting it on my lapel, I was holding it up to my mouth and I got tons of comments that were like, put the mic on your lapel, don't hold it up to your mouth. And instead of like following that, I literally posted another video holding the lapel mic up to my mouth and it just like... (laughs) It's just like stupid little things like that, um, that, you know, people will get so heated about and it's just so stupid. I'm like, who cares how I'm holding my mic? Like, just listen to what I'm saying. So yeah, I've been kind of stirring the pot a little bit. I've been finding that like, I don't know, there are certain topics I know that if I talk about, it's going to get a lot of interaction and I'm kind of here for the drama. So yeah, stay tuned for me being dramatic and people just, (laughs) I feel like people just get mad at me in my comments sometimes. Um, I do get quite a fair share of like, I wouldn't say hate comments, but definitely like rude comments. Um, and I don't usually try to feed into them or respond to them, but, um, you know, it's interaction is interaction (laughs) either way. So yeah, that's kind of the era that I'm in on social media and you know, it is what it is. I'm not going to deny it. I, I know what I'm posting. Like I, I'm a smart person, like in the sense that I am not like arrogant or naive. Like I know if I'm going to post something that it's going to cause a reaction, you know? So 
It is what it is. I'm not usually like this, but who knows? It's it's my mood lately. So we're going to talk about business investments. And when we talk about an investment, it can be anything. Like it can be your time. So it can be an investment of your time. It can be an investment of just like your energy and like your thoughts. It can be obviously an investment of your money and an investment of your experience. There are so many things that you can invest into something. And when we talk about a business investment, it's basically anything that you put energy towards that you are not guaranteed to see a return on your investment or at least you're hoping to get a return on your investment, but it's enough of an investment that you're, you want a return because it costs you so much. So I think when it comes to business investments, yes, we want to see a return on an investment, but we also have to be okay if it doesn't necessarily lead to a return on investment right away. And also if it doesn't lead to a return period, if you, you know, invest in something in your business and it doesn't lead to a return, that is a really great learning opportunity for you to be like, okay, why, why didn't I see a return on this and like really evaluate that investment? So either way, when it comes to business investments, you're going to learn something. Okay. At the end of the day, even if you don't see a return, it's a learning opportunity. It's a risky game. Honestly, when you are investing in something for your business, it's risky. Like there are no guarantees. And I think that's why it's so scary for a lot of people, for me included. It is scary to invest your time, energy, money, experience into something and not know for sure if it's going to pay off. And I think that's, that, that's the whole point. Like that's the whole thing about being a business owner you're not going to get anywhere if you don't invest in anything. I'm talking about the, the very first camera you ever got. Okay. Whether it was like a gift or you went and bought it, whatever, like that was an investment. If you got it for a gift, let's say you got it for your birthday, you basically invested all of your birthday money probably in that. You know, it. You're, you have to invest something to start a business. So if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already have invested in a camera, you've already invested your time into learning about photography. So we're already investment makers. We've already made some investment moves, but I want to talk about like, okay, what are the next things that you can invest in that are actually going to help your business? So when you are making business investments in order to do this, you really have to have your dreamer hat on. Like I feel like there are so many different hats when it comes to running a business. There's like the financial hat, you know, you're managing your finances. There's the social hat. You're, um, you know, at a wedding reception and you're talking to your couple or you're talking to the guests. There's the boss hat. Let's say you're leading a wedding and you have like a second shooter. In the case of business investments, when you're thinking about what is my next investment, what's my next move? you have to be willing to dream. And if you're not willing to dream and be like a little bit ridiculous about it, you're not, you're not going to be like willing and you're not even probably going to think about the investment that you need to make. So you have to be willing to dream. And this is something that I feel like I'm actually really good at is just like dreaming and being like, this is the next thing I want to do. 
But some, some people are not like that. And if you're not, I would encourage you to kind of step outside of your comfort zone and really be willing to sit down and like, just write out like, here are the goals that I have for my business. It's not set in stone. These are just things that you want to do. If you don't achieve them, it's not like you like made a pledge that you're going to achieve them. And if you don't like your business is going to fail, like that's not really how it works. So it's okay to dream, just get it out there on paper, dream about where you want your business to go. What goals do you have? When you do that, then you can sit down and be like, okay, in order to achieve this goal that I have of booking 30 weddings next year, what do I need to invest in to actually make that happen? Maybe you don't have a flash yet. Maybe you don't have an external flash. You need to get a flash. If your goal is to book and shoot 30 weddings, you're not going to be able to do that without a flash. Uh, most likely. If you're a natural light photographer and you like only shoot natural light, it is what it is. So yeah, just sit down, write your goals out and figure out what's next. What is next for me? I want to give you guys an example. So let's say that your goal and when you're sitting down, you're dreaming about your business. Your goal is that you want to grow a successful headshot business and eventually you want to open up a headshot studio. Okay. So what are the things that you're going to need to invest in to help you get there? Let's assume you're starting with like, you have headshot experience, but like you don't have a great social media. You don't have a great website. Like, you know, you're kind of just like, you're right there at the beginning. So there's going to be things you need to invest in. Obviously the first thing you're going to need a great website and that's going to be an investment of time and money. Um, no website is free. If it is free, you probably shouldn't be using it. Um, a website most likely is going to cost you something. And if you're doing it yourself, it's going to cost you time. Even if you're not doing it yourself, it costs you time to meet with a designer and talk about your ideas and review. Like everything is going to cost you time ultimately, but like some things are going to cost you more time than others. So you're going to invest in a new website. You're probably going to need to invest in new gear. That's just going to cost you straight up money. You can make buy on what you have most likely, but if you really want to start to see that success, like there are certain tools and certain lenses, certain camera bodies that are going to help you get there quicker and they're going to help improve the quality of your photo, help you get like the look that you're going for. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like if you have just like a 50 millimeter, yeah, you can take great headshots and run a great business on just a 50 millimeter. But if you're really going for that, like super blown out background, a 70 to 200 really is going to be a move for you or like a 135 or something like that. So yes, you can do it on what you have now, but eventually you're going to want to make an investment in order to like really see the results. You know what I'm saying? Um, a marketing investment. This most likely is just going to be your time. So when I think of a marketing investment, I really think of like you putting time in on social media, um, just like really showing up, posting consistently. That is like a time thing for sure. If you want to grow a successful headshot business, you also need to invest in your client experience. That's also just like a time thing, like responding to all of your emails, being willing to hop on calls, stuff like that. Eventually, like we said that this person wanted to open up a headshot studio. Eventually, that's going to be a money investment for sure. Finding a studio, you know, even like it's going to definitely be a time investment too, because you need to find 
the right studio. So you're going to probably be looking around and just like looking for tons and tons of different options. One of my friends actually was interested in opening a studio and she literally was like, it is so hard to find a good space. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of people like not even just photographers, but hairstylists and like whoever, like I know tons of people who have tried to open up like a retail space and it's really hard to find a space and it takes time and energy um, just to like find the right space. Definitely don't settle, but like that is going to cost you money. Obviously, once you start leasing, like it's going to cost you money to be there, but it's also going to cost you money, not just money. <laughs> it's going to cost you time in like finding a studio. And since we're dreaming big, since we talked about dreaming, this wasn't even in like the example, but like I feel like a great like long-term step for this person, if they start a headshot business, open a studio, a great next step would actually be to open like a modeling agency, right? So like you can give people the experience or the headshots that they want in order for them to like go on and like book jobs and stuff. So that might be like a long-term dream is to start another business, this agency, but like your initial business really feeds into that. Um, so I want to talk to you now about investments that I've made in my business. And I'm going to just be completely transparent with you guys because, you know, you guys are my besties. There's nothing to hide here. I literally, I talk about everything on this podcast. So we're going to, I'm going to give you the tea for sure. Um, and I'm going to talk through kind of like prices too, of like what these things have cost me just so you can like really get an idea of like how all of this for me has not been just like by me not investing any time and money into anything. Like I've definitely had to make, make investments. So first thing, all of my gear, like I have all Sony and I guess Sony is like known for being expensive based on the TikTok I just posted like about my Sony camera. Like a lot of people were saying that Sony is expensive. So apparently it's like quite an investment to have a Sony camera. I honestly haven't even like, I don't really compare like Sony prices to Canon or Nikon or anything like that. I just kind of like, it is what it is. Um, so all of my Sony gear, I think like I have two Sony A9Qs. Each of them were around 3000 all of my lenses, like I think basically all of them are from like two to $3,000 each. And I have four or five lenses. I have two extra camera bodies. Actually, I might have just one extra, the Sony a7 III. And that maybe cost me like $1,500. Um, you know, there's all my bags and stuff like that. But just talking about my Sony gear right there, that's like easily over 10 grand. I have accumulated stuff over time though. So as I've seen that I need a new lens, then I go and like get it and save up for it. It's not like I went and bought all of my stuff at once. I definitely just started with like a 35 and like one body and then slowly started to build up my gear from there. Um, and that's kind of how it works. And honestly, I feel like that's the best move is to slowly build up your gear closet or gear collection as you move in your business and grow your business, you can figure out like, this is something that I need. Like I need more, I don't know, like long, long lenses, or I need more wide angle or I need more versatile lenses. You can kind of figure it out as you get more experience and shoot more. And then from there, buy what you need, right? Like that's kind of how it works in a business. If you need something, buy it. But 
you might need to save for it. <laughs> um, another investment I've made, my laptop. I do everything on my laptop, obviously. Um, I think my laptop was around, I want to say three or 4,000. I don't think it was 5,000. I have like the 2022 MacBook Pro and I have like the biggest one. I tried to like max out a lot of the stuff, but I don't even know. I, I don't even know like the, the different specs on it and stuff. Um, but that definitely was an investment. But I just remember I was editing on a MacBook Pro that I had since like maybe 2018 and it was dying all the time. It was really, really slow. And I just felt like I literally could not work efficiently. I was like, I could be, you know, I could have this gallery edited in half the time and then I could go and play pickleball or I could go and watch a movie you know, I, I just felt like it was worth it for me to get a new laptop. And 100%, I think it's improved the um, like efficiency of my workday. And it's allowed me to get more stuff done in my day, literally, because my laptop before literally sucked. Um, and it's funny because now Charlie uses my old laptop. <laughs> and I'm sure he kind of feels the same way. Um, so that might be an investment that I'm going to make in the future. I actually want to make one this year of getting Charlie like a good laptop because like, you know, he's editing videos for me. He's probably going to edit this podcast for me. So it's like, he should probably have like a good laptop too. The problem is like, he gets my hand-me-downs, you know? So it's like, it's hard because like, if I got him a new laptop, it probably would be getting me a new laptop and he just gets the one that I currently use. Um, you know, because I call the shots around here. <laughs> okay. Another investment that I made early on in my business, a huge time investment was my willingness to travel to any session. Basically I, when I first started my business, I was booking shoots five hour up to five hours away from me. And it was, a, it could be a shoot. It could be a wedding. Like I was basically willing to drive up to actually, I think it was like six hours is how far I was willing to drive. And I mean, was I charging travel? I think a little bit, but, but like literally not enough. So I specifically can remember like maybe my second or third engagement shoot. It was like three and a half hours away. I drove three and a half hours there, shot for two hours, drove three and a half hours back. My first full year of weddings, I was driving six hours to, I think it was like Delaware or something like that. And then I spent the night at a hotel. I think I covered the hotel cost myself because it was like a hundred bucks. And then I drove back. But like, you know, I just wanted the experience and I was willing to drive anywhere because at that point I, you know, I have a Prius and gas really isn't like a huge thing. Like if I'm driving five hours, it maybe cost me like a tank of gas there, a tank of gas back. Um, so I was basically willing to drive wherever. I also remember a wedding that I did on Long Island when I was in the middle of the mountains in New York. And it literally was a six hour drive there. The wedding was in the morning. I was there for a couple hours and I drove six hours back. Same with like New York City. New York City was five hours away. I would book anything I could. Like if it was, I literally, I literally remember waking up at 4 a.m., driving six hours to New York City, shooting for five or six hours, and driving six hours home. But those experiences, I wouldn't trade for the world 
because I grew my portfolio. I met so many cool people, made so many connections and was able to grow my business from that. And honestly, I think that is um, irreplaceable. That's that there is no amount of money that you can put to that because it's like something that was so worth it for me. So I just wanted to like say, it's not just a money investment in photography. You have to be willing to invest your time as well. It's different for everyone. Maybe you're not willing to drive five hours and that's fine. I sometimes I do think I'm a little bit, um, over the top when it comes to like what I'm willing to do. But for me, that was worth it. And I 100% think I would, if I had to do it all over again, I would definitely make that time investment again. Um, I made huge website investments in my business. So my first starter website was on Squarespace. That was like 200 bucks. My second website was a flow theme on WordPress. That cost me probably like $500. My next website investment was actually an education site. So I started my education site on like a free Shopify website. And then I realized like, okay, this doesn't really look as professional as I want it to. I hired a designer. I think I paid $5,000 for my education site. And then the next year, which ended up being last year, I got a new photography website as well. And that also cost me, I actually think that cost me $8,000 because it was like migrating all of my old stuff, all my old blogs. I also paid for copywriting, which I think I might've done all the copywriting myself on my education site. So there's definitely different things that you investment in when it comes to a website. Like it's not just, you know, just the website there's copy and I don't know, design like logos, fonts, blah, 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 all of that. So that was huge for me. I remember thinking like, I am so scared that this isn't going to pay off. And guys, trust me, it has paid off 100%. Both of those things. Like now looking back, I'm like, why was I even scared to do that? Like I made it back in, you know, a couple of months. Like it was like no big deal. So don't be afraid to really invest in a good website. I invested a lot of time into my social media and marketing. If you haven't noticed, I post like every single day. Okay. Like I post videos every day. I sometimes do feed posts. I post stories. I am like hopping on live on TikTok. Like I am doing email marketing. Like I am doing a lot and it, all it costs me is time right now. And that's something that I'm willing to invest because I have seen it paid off. I have seen me, you know, book mentor calls from my videos. I've seen me book weddings from my TikToks. Like it is worth it. 100%. And that is something that I definitely would do time and time again. My podcast gear, this podcast gear actually was like, I think it was close to 600 bucks for everything, but it paid off because I booked sponsors from this. I booked mentor calls from this. And ultimately I paid off my investment in my podcast. Um, it's definitely a worthwhile investment for me because not only did it cost me gear, but it's costing me time, but I'm seeing it come back and like it definitely has made I've made it's I've made a return on my investment for sure even with just like having long form content available you know like that is for sure something that has paid off um and then I also the last investment that I've made and it was a very big investment was a marketing coach for one of my courses that I launched and this co cost me 
it was not cheap guys. I can't remember the exact number. I want to say it was 20 K and then I know I say that number like it's so chill and casual, but it really wasn't. I did make it in payments though. So it didn't really feel like that. You know, it was like $2,000 for like, you know, months or whatever. Um, and that was huge. And not only that, but then I also did, I think it was around 50 K in Facebook ads, 50 K. No, no, that's too much. I think it ended up being 30 K in Facebook ads. So total, like the marketing coach was running the Facebook ads in total. It was about 50 K for just like everything, but I did end up making a return on that. And it like ended up paying off. Like, you know, I made more than that on my course. So it totally ended up being worth it. Um, that was really, really scary for me guys. I remember just like talking to everyone I knew about this and I just didn't know if this was something that I wanted to do. I was like, I just don't know if I'm going to make this back. I'm really scared. Um, I'm really glad that I did it. I would probably do it again, but for, you know, my other course I launched, I didn't do it again, but yeah, I, I for sure think it was worth it. And it was a cool learning opportunity too. I saw like, just like the way that he had me launch my course and everything. It was a really cool marketing experience to learn about. And yeah, it was scary, but I, it definitely was worth it for sure. But like when I was making that investment, it was, I had no idea if it was going to make a return. He even told me like, I've launched courses with people and like this person didn't get a return because you know, they did X, Y, and Z wrong. And even like my first day of launching my course, I did not get hardly any sales. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I am literally (laughs) stupid. Like, why did I make this investment? Um, but I ended up getting a bunch of sales on like the last day, whatever. So it, it just goes to show like, trust your gut. If you feel like something's a good idea, go for it. I really, at the end of the day, when it came to this marketing coach, I really felt like it was a good idea. I was just scared. I was like, what if I invest 50 K and then, you know, I don't make that money back. And then I, you know, lost money and, Now I'm, you know, going to be a little bit strapped for money this next year for like paying myself and stuff. So it was really, really scary. Honestly, it was kind of terrifying, but totally ended up being worth it. All of these investments, everything that I just mentioned have seriously helped lead my business to success. And I mean that 100%. I don't think I could be where I am today without the investments that I've made, um, time investments, energy, money, experience. I've invested in so many different things. Another thing that comes to my mind is content days. I didn't invest in too many content days, but I went to two or three and I spent probably, I would say like a thousand dollars total. It 100% paid off. I was able to have these amazing images for my website, especially when I first started And I was booking weddings from that. People were like, I really like this shoe. I really like this style, which was from a content day. And I was able to book from that. So for the things that are going to take money and like require money from you, I want to ask you like, how much are you willing to pay? That's really something you have to think about. Like what is in your budget right now for an investment? It might not be 20K for a business coach. Like maybe that's not on the cards for you right now. That's fine. But what are you willing to pay and like put that number down and then 
if it's something that you want to invest in right now, go and search for something that's in that number. So if you are paying 10K for a business coach, how can you make that money back? What are they coaching you on that's going to help you get that money back? If they're coaching you on how to become a photography educator, how are, how as an educator are you going to make that money back? Are you selling products? Are you selling mentor calls? Are you selling one-on-one in-person sessions? Like, What are you selling that is going to help you pay back that 10K? When you pay someone like a coach, you essentially are paying for their knowledge, which I think is a very interesting concept, but you're paying for someone that is more experienced than you and you're asking them to tell you what to do to help you be successful. Sometimes I feel like a coach is kind of like a last resort type of thing. But also sometimes I feel like a coach is good for everyone. I have mixed feelings about coaches because I definitely think when I hired my marketing coach, it wasn't like I necessarily needed a marketing coach to help me launch my course, but I wanted to maximize my profits. Um, So that's kind of why I ended up going with a marketing coach. So if you want to maximize your wedding profits as like a wedding photographer, maybe you do hire a coach to kind of help you figure out like what you need to do in order to book more and to see more referrals and stuff like that. If you need a new website, it's going to cost you, let's say 5k. What is it going to cost you to pay that back? You're going to need to book like one or two weddings. Do you think you can book one or two weddings from a new website? In my opinion, absolutely. Like if you've got a new website and maybe like you book a content day and you get like a few new images, that is totally going to transform the vibe of your business. And 100%, I think you can pay that back. $3,000 for a new camera. How are you going to pay that back? You're going to need to book either a bunch of shoots or like one or two weddings. I totally think that a new camera is worth it. Like I think your the quality of your images are going to improve for sure. Always ask yourself, will this investment make my money back? And if it will, then why are you afraid? Okay. Like I'm just being straight up with you. If you know, it's going to come back and going to be worth it and you're totally going to profit from it, then why are you scared? Because it's a risk. Yeah. But like, don't be scared. Okay. I definitely don't think you need to do all of it at once. You don't need a marketing coach and a new website and a new camera and this and that, because that is where you're going to be like, okay, now I just spent 30 K and I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this back this year. That's a real, that's a realistic thing to be afraid of. Um, being afraid of like, okay, like that, that was a gigantic investment. That is a little scary and that might not be the wisest thing to do. So take it one thing at a time. Don't just like invest in 12 things and be like, oh, I hope I make 300 K this year to pay it all off. Like that's not what I'm encouraging you to do, but I'm encouraging you to take the steps that you need to when the time is right. I have a question for you and I really want you to think about this. Okay. What do you need to invest in, in your business to make your business successful? Is there something that you have been thinking about investing in for a while, but it's just kind of holding, you're just kind of holding back on that. That thing could literally be holding you back. Okay. I'm not saying like (laughs) all these investments are going to equal success. That's not necessarily what I'm saying, but the right investment can give you tools and equip you to make a successful business and to continue to make your business even more successful than it already is. So maybe that's a new website. 
maybe it's a business coach. Maybe you need to invest in some legal things to make your business legit. There are so many big and small things that maybe you've been thinking about doing for a while. Let's start with a small thing. It's scary. So we're going to start small. Let's say you need to keep, keep better track of your finances. Okay. So you probably need to get QuickBooks. That's like $15 a month or something like that. I actually don't know the exact price. Yes, it's an investment. Yes, it's scary. But at the same time, like it's definitely going to be worth it because your mind is going to be at ease. And sometimes it's like more about the mind and thought investment too. If you're always worrying about your finances and you're worrying about like, I'm afraid that I'm not doing my finances right, whatever, like something like this could really, okay, yeah, it's a money investment, but it's taking away all of your stress and anxiety that you're having about your financials. So like, is it worth it for you to pay $15 a month for you not to be worried about like, am I doing this the right way? Like the answer would be once you have QuickBooks, like, yes, I am categorizing everything right. You know, I'm keeping track of my miles, whatever. So sometimes it is, it is worth it paying money in order to free up space in your mind. Maybe you need to outsource something. Maybe you're literally like so caught up with like, I'm spending so much time editing. I feel like it would be a better use of my time investment to work on becoming a photography educator or work on, I don't know, like doing more shoots or marketing more, but instead you're stuck behind your computer editing all day. That is a time investment that could be turned into a money investment by paying for someone to edit your photos. Therefore you can keep putting that time into your business, but instead you're putting your time towards, um, you know, marketing or something like that. So it's going to take a little extra money to get your editing investment where it needs to be, or I guess just your editing where it needs to be, but then you are spending the same amount of time, but you're getting double done. Does that make sense? Investing is really, really scary. Like I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it's not hard because it's definitely not easy. Um, it's, it's really scary to invest, but it is necessary in a business. Like that's why we keep track of write-offs because there are so many things that are required of a business to spend money on. Like there, it's just how it goes. Like you can't run a t-shirt company if you don't buy t-shirts, you know, like you have to make an upfront investment in some sort of way for basically any business, literally, unless you already own something. Like if you already owned a camera, I guess you technically haven't invested in anything, but sometimes investments are literally just thought and mind energy. And it's not so much like a money or a time investment. It's just, let's say a peace of mind investment. Like you are just investing a lot of thoughts into something. Um, let's say you like want to improve your bookings. A big thing with bookings is response time. So it's going to take a little bit of your thought space to respond to inquiries quickly. Like you need to be able to respond to stuff like, you know, within let's say two hours when an inquiry comes in, when you are doing that, you have your email notifications on like that. That's thought space. That's a thought investment. Um, posting every single day, like that is a huge investment of your mental space. Cause 
sub subliminally you're always thinking like, Oh, what do I need post next? What should I post today? You know, it's like never, it's a never ending cycle and it's a huge investment of your mind space caring about your clients. Like that's another example of things that you're always thinking about. You know, it's a thought investment. So if you're always thinking about your editing, you know, or like your emails, maybe that thought investment can be turned into a money investment where you can pay someone else to do that. So you free up your mind space. You guys tracking with me? You guys know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I just want to wrap this up by telling you guys that sometimes you really do need to put money behind your business. I know that's not necessarily what you want to hear. Like money is a very touchy subject. It's a different scenario for every single person out there. But ultimately, sometimes money is required of you in order to run a successful business. If you are just starting out, I would highly recommend putting all the money that you make right back into your business, just like cycling it right back in. Because I mean, you're just starting out. You probably have another job at this point. That's only going to help you like by pocketing that money and like just putting it towards your personal stuff. Like that's fine. But like if you're able to put that money back in towards a new camera or um, a new laptop or whatever it is that you want to invest in your business, that is going to grow your business exponentially rather than just growing your business like normally by reinvesting your money, it's, you're going to see more of an exponential growth. If you're more of an intermediate business owner, like let's say you're a little experienced a couple years, but like you're not super experienced, invest in the things that are going to elevate your experience. So a client management system, a new website, client gifts, a new computer, a course, like those are the things that are going to elevate your business and take it from I'm kind of a beginner, like slash intermediate photographer. Like I'm not like <laughs> the most expensive. I'm like kind of just mediocre in the middle. That's going to really elevate your business from that to like, I'm a hot commodity. I, you know, I'm valuable. You should work with me. And ultimately when you invest into stuff money wise, you 100% can start raising your prices too, because you are adding value into your business. If you're pretty experienced in your business, if you're a pretty experienced business owner, you're seeing good revenue, um, you know, things are consistent. I want to ask you, what can you invest in, in your business? That's going to help you grow exponentially and help you hit those big dreams that you have. Um, that's why I encourage everyone to sit down and like write out your dreams and your goals because everyone at every different stage in photography has dreams and goals. And like, that is so important to really help you figure out what you need to invest in, no matter what stage you're in, it helps you figure out what is my next investment? What is my next step? If you are like this super experienced business owner, let's talk about how can you grow and scale your business? How can you make it so you don't have to work as much? You know, you have all these bookings, you have great referrals, you're getting tons of inquiries. Like how, how can we make it so that your business can scale and you can do other things? So like maybe that's starting an associate team. Maybe that's you hiring a full-time employee. There are so many business money investments that you can make that are going to help you in the long run, no matter what stage you're in. Okay, guys, I hope that this episode really just encouraged you to step out of your comfort zone, make an investment, whether it's time, money, 
energy, whatever it is, make an investment in something small, big, maybe let's, let's start small. Um, it's going to be worth it. And this is really to help you get out of your comfort zone to really stretch you because that's what owning a business is all about. It's all about being stretched outside of your comfort zone. That's where you learn the most lessons and that's how you become a successful business. Trust me. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you loved it. I hope you're motivated. I would love for you to rate and review the podcast. Just head over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Just leave me a little review. I would especially love it if it's five stars. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, besides that, thanks for listening, guys. And I will see you on the next episode. Expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders Capture the moment uh, to keep my sanity And the wisdom rushing in So much clearer now Getting a little bit Shadows is my composure. All the layers above, all the edits and tweaks, I know her. I am so done, need more time developing in my riddle. It doesn't matter wherever I am on the top of the mountain or down in quicksand, whatever the moment, wherever we stand, I'm taking. It doesn't matter wherever I am on the top of the mountain or down in quicksand. Whatever the moment, wherever we stand, I'm taking you, taking you, taking you. Getting a little bit higher. With every step I take, I'm getting good. Getting a little bit better. I'm climbing to the top. Never gonna stop finding. We're gonna stop finding good old